I'm Leslie Torres. And I'm Bronna Marks. And together we co-host West Coast Mix and Bounce. For all things West Coast NBA. That's right. We cover the Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, and yes, the Kings and the Suns. When there's something good to talk about. We have a new and fun episode every two weeks where we break down the craziest headlines in the NBA that pertain to the West Coast teams. We are such a niche podcast that you won't find anywhere else. I mean, two girls with experience in the field talking West Coast basketball. Um, yeah, you want to listen. This is West Coast Mix and Bounce brought to you by LAFB Network. Because I think I was sleeping. I was like, mm-hmm, about to hit hit the hay. I'm about Most to go to people. bed. And then the, the, tweet, the tweet comes in. I'm just like, wait, is this real? Like, is this like a fake uh, spam account? No, that shit was real. I was like, oh my God, no way. What like, was what, it like 4 a.m.? What happened? How did like the Suns do that? They pulled through. I can't believe it. Yeah, I don't know. So this, the Suns ended up trading away, honestly, really not much. I think we've talked about for the past few episodes, the issue with Aiden and that, you know, they were just kind of going to build him up and then that they were going to use him as a trading piece. But for them to win even bigger by keeping Aiden and then obviously Booker, CP3, like still there. And I believe they let go of mm, Payne. Uh, Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder and four unprotected future first round picks. Yeah. So it it might not seem like much, but I think they did let go of a couple of core players that they're gonna be without. But when it's for a superstar like Kevin Durant, for sure. you throw it you throw everything in there. Like it doesn't really matter. You just throw that shit in there. Yeah. But um I was yeah, um I was surprised to say the least, especially right after Kyrie requested the trade and left and then we're like, Okay, I guess now the lone star will be Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Boy, were we mistaken. But you're right. Now he gets to play with Kevin. Kevin Durant gets to play with Chris Paul, um, Devin Booker. Hopefully they stay healthy-ish. Mm-hmm. And just to see them play out, I, I'm excited. I want to – all-star break just happened, so I think we want to jump into the season already just so we can see how much they actually do vibe together, how their chemistry goes, if it actually works out. Right. I don't know. We're going to have to see about that. What do you think? Who knows? Um, I really think – People are talking about the whole title or bust situation. And I'm just like, all right, guys, like we have a little let like a little over 20-ish games left in the season till postseason. This that doesn't leave a lot of room for error or, you know, just for compatibility sakes. Obviously, KD is a great player, but who's to say that he's gonna be championship ready and that chemistry is gonna be like good to go to take it all the way. Obviously, the Suns already have experience taking it all the way, but it's another thing to have to delegate, you know, how they're going to function at that tier of playing together. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you see it happening? Like, is it really going to just happen this year or, you know, are they going to need more time to figure that out? Yeah. I don't don't know. I feel like they probably will. They're going to have to figure it out, but I feel like, I don't know. It's, it's gonna. It looks nice to me. Kevin Durant and Aiden right there in the paint, like yeah. getting all dimes from Booker. I feel like I can see it. I can see it. So I can see it. My problem is what what happens is when they're on the bench and mm-hmm. they have the rest of the players to rely on when they need to rest. 
will the rest of the players kind of come in and pick up their slack, which is um, something that I'm not so sure of just because they did give away Bridges, Johnson, Crowder, who were very solid core players. For solid so, players. Like I don't know. We're going to have to fight down and see. But I'm still props to the Suns because I was already drooling, getting ready to like hit the hay, and then bam, that shit happens. I was like, oh, my Baby God. Gone. Like, that, was, and, that was a crazy move. I feel like crazy. from all the Nets drama, that was the only real trade to actually happen. Like, you know, people were talking about it over the summer. Like, the West Coast is going to pick up – Katie and Kyrie, you know, Kyrie was expected to go to the Lakers, but it seems like the Suns, once they had that on their minds, like it was officially going to happen and they made it happen right now. They've won five of the last seven. Obviously we're Mm -hmm. on an all-star break, so we're not going to see Katie potentially for a few games because he is dealing with a knee injury currently. Um, So it may be like even just a few games after the break for us to actually see them together like and see that as a real thing i mean just oh. seeing him in warm-ups i'm just like <laughs> why are you in that jersey <laughs> what's happening I'm right like, you're like uh this i don't odd. know if it's, i don't know if i vibe with it but it's okay yeah. i mean it is what it is and especially in basketball it is what it is you get traded all the time you move around all the time it's mm-hmm. come it becomes funny when you just when you're requesting these trades i guess and it's just like oh becomes extra saucy when that happens but you Very know what saucy. i will give the nets props because when Kyrie wanted to leave they let him leave when durant wanted to leave they let him leave when harden yeah. wanted to leave they let him leave that last so they do really be leaving every letting people just go <laughs> yeah so and that, that and that's, that's my shade at, at like their failed big three Yeah, I think everybody (laughs) kind of saw that falling apart before it even fell apart. But here we are. And honestly, I think another team that really won big before the trade deadline, the Lakers. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they did what they wanted to do or they've been trying to do for the past year, which was get rid of Russ. They did it. I guess Finally. that's an accomplishment within itself. <laughs> yeah, that was like their chip on the shoulder. Like everybody knew Westbrook was not working. Granted, there was breaking news earlier today that we're going to talk about when we talk about mm-hmm. the Clippers. But the Lakers ended up trading away Westbrook, like you said, uh, Tus- Tuscan Anderson, Damian Jones, Pat Bev. I mean, these are all pieces that they literally just picked up in the last year. Um, they picked up five new members, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, Mo Mamba, and Davon Reed. Now, we've already seen D'Angelo Russell in play. Um, I mean, they haven't won every game since they picked these guys up. Granted, LeBron has also been hurt, so they're going through a lot of lineup changes. But I think in the games we've you know, seen him in so far, he's automatically a better piece and a better contributor than Westbrook and maybe some of the other guys that they were able to let go of. I agree. He's he definitely fits whatever team they're trying to be. Him mm-hmm. and the other players, they're they're starting to like low key mold or gel or find their chemistry. I will say, I was like, I don't really think it was Russ's fault. I feel like a lot he was scapegoated for a lot of stuff that was happening. For sure. I don't know. You know, he. I feel like he he came, he played his role, and it of course not to perfection because no. he's not a perfect person. But there was some. There are other Emily elements of the Lakers team that also needed to be fixed so I don't feel like the entire 
blame was on rest on russell westbrook regardless though their new pieces are working out well like you said they've won since they've been with the new players which is obviously the key what they want lebron james does not have enough time anthony davis with his injury proneness does not have the time either so you have very specific windows to work with and mm-hmm. it's okay it's solid they d- they did two other things that they really wanted to do which was get rid of rest find a better point guard which they freaking did and i also want to say i like the Rui trade i did not like them giving up thomas bryant i did not like it but i do like to see Rui on the lakers i feel like that's that's helps ad especially if he's going to be out or playing shorter minutes i do like to see him like on the paint so Mm -hmm. i'm excited for that um shocking was patrick Beverly too but it was because i I feel like they were making way for d'angelo they already knew this coming in so right i'm with it just we another have a comment that says mamba will help on defense for sure definitely on defense yeah. because that's where the lakers need a lot of help in defense so and mo already I, has the lakers mentality because he already knows how to talk shit. so there we have it for that <laughs> he's two steps ahead he's already like very la energy he fits the mold. You know what I you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like when the players come to play here in LA, it's so different. Like they could just not find I don't know, they just can't find themselves. And then they go to a different yeah. team. Like let's take D'Angelo Russell, for example. He was a first round pick, right? Number two, I believe. If I'm correct. I don't I remember. Yeah. He was okay, not the best. Then he goes to Minnesota, develops gr- becomes this great point guard, at least a really solid one. Now they want him back. And it's just like, why everybody got to leave to play good and then they can't just play good here. It becomes, yeah. with the, I feel like it's a lot of pressure to play here. Definitely. And I don't think but, the Lakers really, but you need never... to have that LA mentality. So you're right about uh, Mo. <laughs> and they've never really had that developmental like mindset. I feel like a lot of other teams are like, we're going to give you a chance. And a chance means more than a year, <laughs> you know, and d- develop you and then really see if you can become a, a core piece to the franchise. And with somebody like D'Angelo, like, you know, the last time he was on the Lakers, he played with Kobe. So that's really like a solid mindset to have. Obviously, there are other rumors going around that they may still buy out Kyrie or they may, you know, use all these pieces they picked up to trade away and get even even bigger player which would not be surprising (laughs) um but just to also highlight lebron james is now 38 and now he is the all-time scoring leader the king for real like king james um (laughs) anointed (laughs) yes he's averaging 30 points per game 50 percent shooting 8.4 rebounds seven assists i mean the man and he just came out and said you know these next 20 so games are very important to his entire career and he's always gonna want a championship that's just how great greatness works they want to win so this year is it can they get closer to that like is it even possible or are they still gonna be sitting in the 13th seed in the west they have to it's just like not can they but they have to i feel like it's the window is closing in on LeBron. He knows it. He feels it. He feels the literally on his neck, I feel like the the foot on the neck. Because he doesn't have a lot of time. Especially if he wants to win that one more championship. So all these moves that they're making has to be for LeBron and for LeBron specifically. Because right. that's what it is. And AD might get butt hurt. Maybe that's why he's sitting over there in the bench with a sad face. But that's literally what the goal is for the Lakers. It's not 
championship win, but with LeBron. And right. it's closing in, so I feel like he's already done everything to prove himself as the GOAT, or if not top three of the GOATs, or right. like solid GOAT talk forever. <laughs> like he's already proved himself. Now it's just the championship time. Can they do it though? That's that's yeah. the question. That's another thing. I, like... think, I think they can though. I think maybe like t- they're probably finished. Maybe what eight seven six? I don't maybe. have them finishing. Yeah, eight seven six. I can see that. The playoffs. Maybe the play in easier road. Yeah. I mean, I and would love. They have to... they have the experience. Yeah, they do. So... They. I mean, and they already look better which is very surprising for a team that just made a whole shit ton of trades like they already look better and their team is not even fully healthy yet so mm-hmm. if they can really keep that going um and and displays like the game against the warriors the game against new orleans where d'angelo played and you know he's already coming out scoring 17 points Rui, i think put up like you know double digits that's what they need the only thing that i saw really for the last three or so games is that their bench still needs to step up. They cannot rely on again and again, they cannot rely on the top three or four players to pick up all the slack. And if they can't get that together within the next 20 and less than that, I would say like the next 12 games, Mm -hmm. then I mean, and they have to really move up. They, I mean, they're 27 and 32. They have to get over 500. There's no way. I agree. That's why I'm just like, I don't think it was Russell's fault that much because he he no. did make the sacrifice. He went to the second unit. He was pretty solid towards the end before the trades. So I was just like, oh, I don't know. Something else is missing. Yeah. But I like I like the moves. I like the trades. They're good. They're solid. We're, I can't wait for the season to start all over again after this All-Star weekend so Seriously. that I can actually see consistency and like them playing. So I say solid, solid trade, solid trade. What about the Clippers? It's a big reset for them. The Clippers. <laughs> right. Enough with the Lakers. Let's go. Well, we were literally just <laughs> because talking they surprised about me too. We were just talking about how, you know, solid they were, and then they fell off, and then they literally traded away guys that we thought were committing to the team. Oh. John Wall, Danny Green. And then they go ahead and pick up one today. If you didn't hear, breaking news, they have bought out Westbrook, and Westbrook will be joining his old teammate Paul George and then obviously in addition Kawhi Leonard and that's like their new big three who knew (laughs) um I'm I'm not I'm shocked yeah I am shocked yeah I am I was like okay I was like (laughs) I mean on a Sunday it works for for Russ because he don't have to go for no he don't have he doesn't have to go to Utah he doesn't have to go anywhere he doesn't sell his house literally he could stay here it it works out for him perfectly for the Clippers though um what was my notes on this? Honestly, I was upset that they let go of Kennard because he's the three-point – he was yeah. the three-point reigning champion for All-Star Weekend, right? He He's really good outside in the perimeter. So I was just like, okay, I did not see the – I still kind of don't see it. I also really was upset that they let go of Reggie Jackson just because he's been part of the Clippers for so long. So it's long. kind of – he became part of the identity for them, and then they're just like, okay, bye. Peace yeah. out. I was just like, ah. I know there's no loyalty in the NBA, especially with business, because it's all just business at the end of it. But I did not like those two moves. John Wall, I really, I don't care. Could have stayed, he could have gone. It's not a factor for me. But I do see, I do think Russ is going to be an interesting kind of change. Just because he does come with his own 
narrative unfortunately of how people like to play him and he's still in la so that narrative is not going to go anywhere anytime soon yeah i'm interested to see what happens with that yeah i i mean so now they have eric gordon on top Mm -hmm. uh, on top of westbrook on top of mason plumley on top of bones highland um i don't yeah i don't know how to feel about it either uh I think they were really doing fine and then they just decided that they wanted to jump into the trade deadline and see if they could just mix it up a little bit because they really haven't they're usually not this active as far as like Mm -hmm. trading away players they usually really they're very much so more of a developmental team like we have the pieces where we'll work with what we got and then later down the road we'll make them some decisions so it's weird i i want to see how it plays out for them because i think they were really already on uh like a solid growth path. Growth is not linear. Like we've seen some ugly games, some bad losing streaks. Obviously Um, they've lost against some really big teams, Uh, but they recently have teams over, they have wins over Phoenix and Golden State, but they also have losses against Dallas and Milwaukee. So these are teams that they could potentially meet in the playoffs that they cannot survive a seven game series with. So, and I think that's the point of their trades. I feel like they were okay as they were already an okay team. I feel like they just wanted to make some changes to maybe push them over that little edge just so they could have uh, some kind of advantage to be for these teams that they know that if they reach the playoffs, that they have to be they have to win against not just one game, best of seven. So, I feel like these are kind of the moves that they made. I think it kind of makes sense. Plum, Macy Plumley, I think um, he'll he'll work out as a paint, right? I, I really don't know much of their game just because they're not on my radar as West players, Coast, yeah, as, as players really. or on the teams that I watch. But I feel like he, he has a good size. He could be a good person in the paint, especially with Zubat in there too. I feel like that can work as a two, a cute little duo or when right. Zubat's off, he can kind of take over. So I see that happening. Eric Gordon is, didn't they treat him away or give him away? Yes, <laughs> they had him, and then they brought him back. With these LA teams, <laughs> this honestly may be like the third they, time. This is what happens. I would, you know what? I'm too prideful. I could not. <laughs> I could not. I'd be I, like, and no. then you go once. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm not coming I back. I but I mean, I I think for them, honestly, from looking at this, it's way more defensive focused i feel like they're not really Mm. looking for anybody shooting wise or perimeter wise they already have pg quiet and now westbrook to add to their offensive power but i feel like defensively these guys eric mason and bones are a little more aggressive than maybe some of the players that they have before well i I would say definitely more aggressive just in general um so maybe that will help who knows i think so i i that's i'm I'm so excited for this all-star break to be over because i do want to now that they added russ Oh my god, I want to see that. I want to see Bring how that's going to go. NBA games. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> is he going to start? Is he going to come off the bench? Is he going to be semi awkward as he was just up the street at the Lakers? Like who like is it going to change? Is that going to change? I, I was reading an article and they uh, supposedly they sat down. They told him what the, his role is going to be. This is what we expect of you and then he was like, "Okay." And then that's how it's going to be. But I mean, with people like or with people like him or players like him, I feel like communication is up front and it should be with everybody and just be like, sure. this is what we want you here for. This is your role. And this is the only thing I want you to do. OK, sounds good. You're letting me know up front. Don't change it later and try to play right. me like like, oh, you didn't tell me this and that. 
Mm-hmm. So we're, we're I'm gonna I'm excited. I'm gonna see. Kawhi has stayed there for a long time too, despite right. like their lack of winning. So I feel like they must have a pretty good franchise because he did talk shit about Spurs before, you know, and <laughs> whatever he his feelings towards them. So I'm like, okay, I feel like the Clippers are a good enough franchise that they they can they'll work say, on it. Deal, but they deal with these kind of players just because they're not they're not any kind of weight. But yeah. it's just like they know how to deal with players and what they want. I don't. I don't even know because I don't feel like they're doing anything bad. I feel like they have more patience, just in general. That's that's probably what it is. Patience, maybe yeah. more patience. Because I think communication with players. Westbrook needs to change his game up to be, you know, a more dominant player. I think he's been doing the same thing for the last whatever ten years, and obviously it's not working because every other year he's on a different team. <laughs> so, shade, shade. <laughs> he needs like some solid mentor or some, you know, just some foundation like you were saying like the Clippers may be able to give him that nudge give him that communication where he really feels like he can work on himself and be um just a solid contributor he doesn't have to be you know leading the team in triple doubles every night but he can be a solid contributor and a starter I do think so he just I said that this before he just needs the right pieces and maybe having a former teammate and somebody like Kawhi in his ear will help him level out who knows? That's why I can't wait for the season to start again because now I really want to see is he coming off the bench? Is he going to start? Yeah. What was this role that they supposedly talked about and what is he going to do? And is yeah. it going to work? Is it going to work? So many so many questions. So many, so many questions. questions. If Talking anybody about- on our IG live would like to uh, give their thoughts about, you know, Westbrook and how he can become a better player, you know, just let us know. We would love to hear your take on that. Especially now that he's part of the LA Clippers. What is going to be his role within that franchise, that team? Right. Let us know what you think. Nice. Um, another team that Some wants of- their old thing, that wants their old thing back. <laughs> the Warriors. <laughs> The three teams teams. the jersey swap between gary payton and i think it was i can't remember if it was one or no 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 pool i think they swapped jerseys and then it was going around twitter like this was a waste of time (laughs) i didn't see that but that makes sense i didn't see that but yeah so gary payton is back um note to self don't do jersey swaps like a week or two prior to uh, the trade Trade deadline deadline. you may be embarrassed (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh will that the warriors right now are still struggling they have so many injuries just to list them out Curry, Wiggins, Peyton is also injured, Igadala, and Ryan Rollings, which I didn't even know was on the team. Um, Draymond has come out and said that defense is their problem. Sir, you don't have a team. Like they're they're three and three <laughs> in their last six. They're 29 and 29. And if Curry hurts his leg one more time, I I'm thinking I'm just gonna give my leg to him and maybe better. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I know. And that's the thing about that trade, right? They needed help. And they were yeah. like, yeah, let's get him back. We need him. And now he's like injured or was injured or they knew he was injured and still wanted to trade him anyways. It was like, ah, a little sketchy. So now that that's not even happening or it's still like a question mark and asterisk next to it. Yeah. So, yeah, the uh, the Warriors are not looking good. I mean, they're still at 500. Right. Barely. They have something. They have something, some hope. But, yeah, I think that, that Gary Payton trade was the one that was – supposed to help and push them out but now since it's like pending 
I don't even think that's helping. Injuries have been it. Major issue know. for them. They're just looking for uh, another yeah. shooter. I, mean, I feel what like else can you do when your, your team is full of injuries and especially your star players? Not really much you can do. No, nah. This just like they're just. I feel like right now it's just going with emotions. They're just taking it one game at a time and they're getting as many wins as they can get to just wait for, you know, their dominant players to come back and be fully healthy. Um, I think that's going to hurt them in the long run, though. It's not usually they're at a way better position at this time in the year if they're really looking towards like a championship. You know what I'm saying? They are. They are. And they've had that kind of season where they really haven't started off as really great either so yeah it's not looking good for them in the long run i think especially if curry doesn't come back i don't even know when his timetable to return is and even yeah. if he does return it'll probably be a little bit too late so i'm not excited about this season for the warriors it's not, not. great but you know it could be better on the flip side though the kings are we number three the best for last you guys i know shocking statement 35 and 25 <laughs> And they picked up Kessler, who was it? Kessler Edwards? Edwards, correct, yeah. yes. Sure, I guess, but they have Fox and Sabonis who are literally dominating. I, they're like besties on the court. It's crazy. They really country. didn't need, They really didn't need to do much. If you, when you're the third seed of the Western Conference, what do you need to do? What you're doing is obviously working. You mm-hmm. just have to maybe a little move here, a little glitch there. So they added Edwards, who I think... It can do something for them. He's 22 years old. Um, they just had to give some money for him to the Brooklyn Nets. And yeah, just a young, up-and-coming athlete. Happy. I, I'm going to be interested to see how, you know, coach kind of coaches him. And let's see where he goes or what he does. But it's not right. nothing really major, nothing crazy. So that's cool for the Kings. Keep winning, I guess. Well, solid. They, uh, I'm just know, hating over here. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> how the tables turn. Um, but just... Like, have, how can you hate outside the club? I know, right? I can. <laughs> it's possible, guys. It is possible. <laughs> Just to highlight, uh, they had back-to-back games against Houston that they won, and then they had back-to-back games against Dallas, which one they lost, and then another they won in OT. Uh, Fox had 36 points. Sabonis had 22 points and 14 rebounds. I mean – that's really just a preview of what they could possibly do in the playoffs. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if they're a comeback team and they can last out till seven, it may make obviously the postseason longer for them, but it still may give them a chance to be like, hey, we're the Kings and we're back in it, honey. For real, for real. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't believe we're actually talking about them. I know. What Sacramento? is this? Who? <laughs> like, uh, if you would have told me see. three years ago, we started this podcast and the Kings are going to be a topic conversation as as a great team, I would have not believed you. Yeah, we like... need to change our intro to be more <laughs> welcoming. <sighs> you know what? I love I love to see the underdog win, so I go for it. Rooting for, for sure. you. Rooting but, for y'all. But uh, if you didn't see... We covered all our trades, all our teams. They look pretty... They're okay. Yeah, obviously we're going to have more to talk about once the season basically restarts itself, yes. but we're definitely in a very interesting spot to be halfway through the season. And what really yeah. marks that halfway point is All-Star Weekend. Well, <laughs> let me take my clap back. <laughs> did, you, did you like it? I mean, this, okay, <laughs> to be honest, this was like the if first you're, If you're weekend. on the live, let us know if you liked it or not. 
Yes, if you're on IG Live, give us your thoughts, comments, concerns, questions about All-Star Weekend. This was really the first weekend that I actually had time. One, it was a three-day weekend for me. Okay. I, I mean, Presidents of America, woo, but still, I have the day off, so that's great. <laughs> um, but so I was able to actually like kind of like sit down and watch every e- almost every evening. Uh, okay. So the celeb game was... Honestly, I mean, that's honestly just for entertainment purposes. It was a mess. DK Metcalf won MVP and he had 20 points and 10 rebounds. So he had a double double and he had like 10 dunks, which was like insane. Um, But he's an NFL player. So obviously he has hops. Uh, And then, you know, as far as the rest of it, I I think it was better. I think that the players that opted to participate in like the skills challenge, the three point contest, the dunk contest was definitely much better. I think in my eyes this year. And then obviously at the end, uh, all-star weekend team Giannis actually finally won this time, but the captains (laughs) didn't play. So that was a little odd. I mean, to me, it was just, wait, no, somebody said it was trash straight up and seeing Carl Malone was a joke. Oh, you know, you know, if you know, you know. Yeah, people were not happy with Carl. <laughs> understandable, understandable. But I also agree. It was kind of, I want to say trash, but it was just, uh, I don't know. There was nothing great, nothing special. Yes, good. the dunk contest, uh, that was pretty good. But just him only. I don't feel like there was a much of a competition. It was just, it was just showing off, which is, which is great. You know, the dunk contest. But I'll start game two. Um. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of with Jalen Brown. I think he said post game like it was just glorified dunks and layups, and then that was about it. And I was like, no yeah, defense. that was about it. Unless until you got to the fourth quarter when people actually started to play well and really were competitive because they actually wanted to win. Um, that was that was it. Oh, we have a visitor. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we have a visitor. <laughs> the recording. <laughs> so uh, because I'm looking at this camera on our IG live, and I cannot see that you can see him. <laughs> what was uh, what was he doing, girl? He just kind of like <laughs> came in and then like was standing. Behind you. Okay, I didn't even hear him because these. Okay, this has become an air AirPod commercial because I did not even sense it here at all. <laughs> it's totally fine. Hey, listen, we don't have that private studio yet, so sometimes Flammy members just pop in when they want to. You know what? <sighs> If this um, is not a sign, I will take it. But yeah, I mean, it was just, it was not really all. It was not giving exactly. It was in Salt Lake City. No offense to Utah. No offense. Yeah, but no offense. It's a gorgeous state, I will say. But I mean, said, no offense, but. I have seen some comments, though, the fact that it's back to back years and like Midwest kind of desolate cities. Mm-hmm. I do feel like the NBA could switch it up a little bit more like, you know, Salt Lake City and then Miami and then mm-hmm. Indy and then I don't know, Texas or you know, like it it just has been a little bit in, in drier areas. Well, I will say though is that the entertainment I feel like was really great this year, the halftime show with like kind of the I was going to say yeah, that was it. vibe. <laughs> I don't really Listen to Post Malone. I'm so sorry to Post Malone fans, but I, it looked like the crowd had fun. So I, <laughs> Leslie's like, mm. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It was just, it was just okay. It was mid. It could have been better. It could have been. I saw TikTok. Somebody was roasting their decor. 
Girl, I'm gonna send it to you. Yes, they were oh. like, this looked like a graduation party. I don't even know what event it was. It just said like oh. All Star 2023. They had balloons, like well with the words. It looked cute. Was not giving we like NBA All Star weekends, you know, vibes. Yeah. So I was just like, oh no, oh no. Oh, People were roasting them for that. Imagine roasting for Post Malone, <clears throat> except the halftime. Yeah. It was just okay. I mean, yes, halftime was it. I, I enjoyed it. it. I'm on my I'm on my Afro beats like vibe this past year. So hearing Burn a Boy, hearing um Rima, I believe, and obviously like Thames. Thames is like <laughs> even if like girl crush, not girl crush, like she's amazing. On point, on point. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying, like, you know, we're not talking over here, we're not talking about dunks, we're not really talking about the game. We're talking right. about the entertainment. The entertainment. That's not the point of All Star Weekend. <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Exactly. Like it is what it is. It's like you're not expecting a high level competition just because it's All Star Weekend. But I feel like that's kind of what we came to expect from it. And if that's what the expectation is, they delivered. I think it was definitely more for the vibes. Like people are here for the vibe. They're here to see other people that they don't really see in normal life. Like you know, they're either in front of a TV or they're behind mm-hmm. uh, like phone screen or whatever. Like one year or we are going to be there exactly, or <laughs> it's know. either very city specific. So like this city's right. going to have fun because that's where it's going to be at, and yeah. then that's it. Obviously, Obviously the- you're not, you're not going to have fun from home. Duh, you're at home. <laughs> It's a good thing that, you know, the NBA did have in mind giving back to the community, which they usually do every year as far as like, you know, raising funds for whatever nonprofit they choose for the city to give back to. So that's really a great way. And obviously, I'm sure small businesses benefited and there were still thousands and thousands of people there. Um, I definitely do want to shout out uh, shout out Damian Lillard, though. He literally said that he's going to retire from the three-point retire from the three point contest because he oh. finally won his championship. <laughs> so nice. we love Dame time. So I had to give him like a good it had, shout out. It had to be done. Yeah. I, see, I like those moments. I like when Giannis messed up when um, they were picking teams. Oh, and he was so God. confident in his John Morant pick. And they were like, sir, <laughs> he's a starter. Well, <laughs> you know, LeBron literally picked all centers, so. Ooh. But that did not go right for him this year, because usually, didn't. like, they dominate, but for some reason, Team Giannis wanted to step up. I think also, which is a uh, continuing conversation for the NBA, is that a lot of players will sit out. Like, you know, you want to see Giannis, you want to see LeBron. Granted, LeBron got a hand contusion, because, woo, he hit his big-ass football hand on the rim. And then Giannis obviously actually has an injury. He came in, made a little baby dunk, and then sat out. But it's true, though. When when you go to a game and you pay however much money or make however much long of a trip, you want to see the guys that you want to see play. So I think the NBA can work harder. Obviously, we always support mental health, physical health for human beings and athletes of all kinds. Uh, But maybe there could be a little bit more of a balance as far as expectations from fans. Maybe there's some kind of, I don't know, like you wanted to see this player, but he's not going to play. But, you know, we'll make sure you get a picture with him or something, you know. (laughs) Something can work out or like, I don't know. It just sucks. There's too many injuries that you can't really see. And they did have their little special, like these other players that couldn't make it. And it's just like, well, this is growing too long no the list was very long like players like i know curry was one of them um but like big stars that you just want to see like and and they most of the most of them were just like standing around with their babies or you know so it was a great 
solid weekend. It was. What it was meant to be. It was solid. So Indianapolis is next year. Um, I've been in Indianapolis. It's super cute. I think that they could really make that a nice weekend for people who attend. I would love to attend, like, fingers crossed. Um, Just to meet people. Like, I'm a network girl. Like, I love to, like, shake a hand. You know, my name is Bonna. Nice to meet you. You know what I'm saying? But um, as far as All-Star Weekend, I, I really think it's just, it's for funsies. It's for funsies. Fun. So. <laughs> yeah, for fun. <laughs> I agree with that. Oh, fun. Yeah, it was great. And I'm just, I just can't get, can't wait for the season to start all over again. Mm-hmm. See these team play. When does the season officially start again? Tomorrow? Thursday? No. no, I think it's like Thursday or Friday. Ooh, they still got some time to rest. They got some time to mm-hmm. Get it, yep. find their groove again come back and kill the second half of the season so i can't wait <laughs> i'm excited yeah i'm super excited which team are you most excited for i mean i probably know but <sighs> probably the lakers duh but yes. um who else have i been watching i do, I do want to see russ as the clipper and i do want to see kevin durant as a as a son and like make their official like debut and stuff so i'm excited for those three Warriors, mm-hmm. I'm not that excited. Everybody's injured. Um, and Suns. Oh, I did say Suns. And yeah. I'm missing Kings. Um, I really haven't watched a game. Probably. I know, right? Which is so odd. <laughs> See you guys like, in the playoffs. <laughs> I feel like they don't really put them on TV though because they didn't really expect them to win. <laughs> That's gonna be their time to shine during the playoffs. They get playoffs. national TV coverage. Right. Will, will more kids become Kings fans? We shall Ooh. find out. Yeah, two TBD <laughs> to be determined. How about you? How about you? Who are you most excited to see? I would say Phoenix, really. I think um, I was actually watching ESPN earlier and they were doing like a whole special on what the Suns have gone through as far as front office. And then, you know, this new GM comes in and gets KD. And like, obviously, there are definitely some expectations there um, as far as like how they're going to turn around not only the culture, but the team itself and, and make them like more consistently of a winning caliber like all the way at the top um but yeah i'm, I'm excited for the suns the lakers i'm just like i don't even want to get my expectations high because anything can happen with that don't do it I'm don't get like, your hopes up yeah. go lebron that's really all i got <laughs> break another we, record Woo! <laughs> before we go off we do have a question um they d smooth 1982 wants to know uh, what are your thoughts on Diana Taurasi coming back to the Mercury and how will yeah. Brittany Griner be received around the league? Um, I'll go first if you want me to. Sure, yeah. I am, I am wearing a W sh- a sweat, s- sweatshirt, sweat, long sleeve. Hoodie? I don't know what it is. So I'll Hoodie? take that question. I will take it. Um, I think it was expected. She's been with them for the whole, her whole career. So I think it was expected for her to return to the Mercury. Mm-hmm. Also, I think Brittany Griner just kind of wants to play. She signed a one-year deal, um, allegedly, so or supposedly, or according to reports. So I think she just really wanted to come back and play for Phoenix that one year that she should have been playing or that one season she should have been playing. And I, I think know. she's just going to re- be received with lots of love and like admiration for the first mm-hmm. games. And then after that, it's like business as usual. They're going to try to stop her as much as they can. So yeah. I'm excited for to see them back on the floor together. My real question is, is Skylar Diggins going to return to the Phoenix Mercury, though? Ooh, she may pull, like, a Maya Moore and take some years off. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? That's my question. What do you think, Brana? I I mean, 
I always quote Diana, like old people can dream too. <laughs> She's literally like probably one of the oldest left right now in the WNBA. And she still wants to play. So you know what? She better Tom Brady it out. <laughs> and hopefully they she still um, got it too. She still got it. Oh, she for some sure. Sport. Yeah, no, she's still like very much a contributor. Um, and I think she can still make a difference, especially with BG back. I, I like you said, I feel like this was this the year that was stolen from them. They were trying, mm-hmm. they're trying to get that back. Um, I would love for her and Brittany to win another championship. Who knows if that's possible with the super teams in the W now, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And I think people are going to love on Brittany Griner. Like they've never loved on her before. And I think she deserves all of that and more. So I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see her back on the floor. Me too. Agreed. Great question. Thank you. I think that's it. We did it. We did our 54th episode on ig live which was super great i like seeing the comments and responding to people makes me feel more human like it's an actual thing right yeah like people are listening interacting we love our supporters uh we've been doing this for a minute and obviously we do this you know for our own joy but the fact that people get to come in and share that with us is very special so yes thank you so much all right i'm gonna sign off Stay tuned for our next episode of West Coast Mix and Bounce. And remember, you guys can hear us on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you hear podcasts, we're on there. So go ahead and do that. You can also go to the LASB Network site where our podcasts are also on there. And just, you know, hit us up if you have any questions or just want to talk basketball. We love it. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening or tuning into the live. Thank you, guys.